Hi guys, welcome to the By Maddie Marie podcast. I'm your host, Maddie Marie, obviously. <laughs> guys i missed y'all last week was a holiday and i actually was out of town all weekend driving so y'all did not get an episode last week however we're back in full force um so let's catch up last week i decided to drive to arizona all by my big girl self please be proud of me because not only did i make the nine and a half hour drive by myself i drove straight to the gym you know, gains always, and I also drove in the rain, which was quite scary, most fear for my life, but it was really fun, Romy was with her dad, so I was just all by myself, I got to listen to music, we listened to a couple podcast episodes, I have been loving the him and her podcast, um, I think she is part of the skinny confidential, correct me if I'm wrong, but that podcast is really good. Um, I listened to the episodes that had Peter Atia in them, and they were really good. Their podcast is pretty much just wellness-based. It's about being healthy and stuff, so that was really good. We listened to Zach Bryan's whole album and Russ's whole album. Not gonna lie, I didn't really love Zach Bryan's album the first time that I heard it. But a few of the songs have grown on me. Tourniquet, 10 out of 10. I Remember Everything featuring Casey Musgraves. That's a banger. And it's actually been on repeat in my house since that drive. So that was really fun. Um, When I was in Margarita, I saw that Jimmy Buffett had passed away. So we did indeed go to a Margarita bar. Not a Margaritaville. I know. But Margarita Bar to have honorary margs, which were actually quite good. We drove our scooters to said Margarita Bar, which was actually a blast. Um, And then we also went and saw Gran Turismo. I cried probably three separate times. I don't know what's going on with me in movies lately, but I basically cry in all of them. Anyways, my overall review is it was actually really, really good. And I didn't know that it was based off a true story. I feel like maybe I knew that, but I must have forgot. And the characters are actually really similar looking to the actual real life people. So that was fun because they showed that uh, in the movie. Um, But highly recommend. If you have not seen it, go watch it. We did go boating, and I did get rocket launched on the tube a couple of times, which was a blast. Came back with a little bit of whiplash, but that's how it goes. I did indeed sunburn, which is perfect because we're talking about hot girl summer today, and that was my last hot girl summer sunburn of the season because it's getting chillier here in Utah, which I'm actually so excited for. We also, I was literally not anticipating this okay so we have decided to run an Ironman next year to triathlon and it's pretty intense and I don't really enjoy that type of cardio you know it's swimming biking and running I really am not a runner 
and we have been coming up with our training plan but in the mornings that I was there we my mom was like hey let's get up and go for a walk I'm thinking like a quick mile nothing crazy I'm not gonna be fighting for my life I was wrong bro I was so wrong they walk four miles at a 15 minute mile pace basically I was fighting for my life because remember we did the margarita bar and anyways we did walk four miles in the morning each day which it, after the fact it was amazing during I thought I, my legs might fall off so this Ironman training is really off to a great start and then I did drive home so that was a really fun trip actually I really did enjoy the drive not the rainy parts because that really was scary but I did enjoy the drive would do it again hopefully not by myself next time because I was talking to myself dude I had no one to talk to I had no one to answer me (laughs) that was a little bit sad so if you got a phone call from me you're a badass just kidding I think I talked to like two people that whole drive and pretty sure I'm related to them (laughs) Anyways, um, since I've been back and since the last time we caught up was two weeks ago, I also went and saw the new Nun movie and it was legitimately terrifying. My favorite scary movies are The Conjuring Universe and The Nun is a part of that and the first Nun is not as scary, I don't think. This one was like more demonic or I guess more satanic. And just, like, straight up, like, I actually jumped, and I usually don't jump. I can usually tolerate it pretty pretty damn good. So, I do recommend it. It was a good movie, but I don't know if I'll see it again anytime soon. It was just super hella scary. Also, football season, bro. NFL week one has come and gone. And I'm not gonna lie... It's the best time of the year. We've got football now. Next month, we're going to have NBA preseason start. I'm literally stoked. There's nothing better. And week one games were a little bit disappointing. Joey B, what the hell, dude? We love Joe Burrow. Okay, we do. Everyone does. Why? Tell me why y'all got freaking trampled game one. That's so shitty. And something comical, the Chiefs did lose by one point for literally the kickoff game of the season. Yeah, I wish they could catch a ball. Like, please, why? What was going on? I saw a TikTok after that game that said, how do you get paid millions and millions of dollars to catch a ball and then still have a job (laughs) when you fail multiple times to catch the ball? And I laughed out loud. That was actually so funny because if you saw any of the footage after or, like, during the game, Patrick Mahomes was just, like, fed the fuck up. And it was honestly hilarious. Also, my Eagles won game one of the season, baby. So I would just like to throw that out there for all you haters because there have been plenty. They did win. The Broncos, though, struggle bus. That was a struggle bus. But that's enough. Y'all can look up the scores on your own time. And we can just dive in. Today we're talking about Hot Girl Summer. 
and how it's over. Okay, this will honestly be quite a quick episode, but the first thing I want to talk about is unrelated to the topic, and that is just, I mean, you get this every freaking week, okay? I know, I'm a positivity overload, and I know some of you are sick of it, but I don't really care because I like the vibe. Um, people need to just love each other more, okay? It breaks my heart to see people sad and feel like they are not loved you need to be nicer okay text like four people right now and tell them you love them and why or tell them why you're grateful for them because there's so much negativity in the world constantly I feel like every time I get on social media or I go out or I'm at work there's always some sort of bad news and I've been single this year. We all know that. And something I've realized is people just complain a lot. (laughs) And it's giving me the damn ick so fast, bro. Why are you complaining? You're alive. Things will work out. Time to just change your freaking mindset. I understand complaining. I will complain, okay? The people who say, oh, can't complain, wrong. There's definitely shit to complain about, but that's not all you have to do all the time, especially when you're trying to like not be single. Like if you're trying to pursue something, why are you complaining all the time? I didn't get it. Anyways, back to the topic at hand, start telling people that you love them. This came up because I realized that I like to tell everyone on the phone that I love them. Like, when you go to hang up the phone, it's, like, a habit to just say, okay, love you, bye. But then, obviously, that's not normal (laughs) for, like, every person you talk to on the phone, which makes me sad a little bit. Because why? If I'm talking to you on the phone, I probably love you in some capacity. And love doesn't have to be just intimate or, like, intimacy, you know? You can just, like platonically love people anyways I feel like we should start telling people that we love them every time we're on the phone and people are gonna think I'm crazy for that I don't really care because there needs to be more love in the world that's my two cents okay there's my little rant for the episode that you guys get every effing day anyways jumping into it step one to your hot girl summer recovery is stop keeping people pleasing whoa That was rough, dude. Stop people-pleasing. We've been over this. You do not have to say yes to shit that you don't want to do. Start saying no and normalizing that. It's okay to have boundaries. And I'm bringing this up now because I don't want to have to say I told you so. In a few months when there's holidays and you're stressed because you have family you need to go see and you've got everyone talking to you about all the different things going on and you're got you're getting a little FOMO because you can't make it to everything set your boundaries now before we get to where you're all stressed out when I had Romy one of my rules kind of became we're not gonna bounce around on the actual day of the holiday 
So if we wanted to see our family for the holidays, we scheduled it in a while in advance and it was never on the actual holiday because that became our family time. I've got a baby now, right? Romy became first priority. So that became our boundaries. And it's scary when you're first setting boundaries. Don't get me wrong. I'm a little terrified because I am a recovering people pleaser. Big time. And once you start doing it, it's not as bad. And people are a lot more accepting than you think. And if they're not, they're really not for you. They're not the people that want to see you succeed. They're the people that are there. It's like hate following, right? You know, maybe not that extreme, but it's the same vibe. So stop people pleasing. Making yourself a priority is game changing and you need to be able to set boundaries boundaries having healthy boundaries is never a red flag and you should be able to draw the line where the line needs to be drawn so now we're going to get into an actual checklist of okay you're going to hear me mention this a few times q4 we're talking about quarter number four of the year october november december please don't come at me Okay, (laughs) I know that's not like normal verbiage, but I don't know why. That's just what we're doing. So Q4, how are we going to level the frick up and be our best selves by December? By the end of December, we want to be thriving by the end of 2023. If we're not already thriving, right? We're doing pretty good. So here's a checklist. Just a few things that you need to do now in preparation for Q4. One, reevaluate your goals. As we're going into Q4, I was thinking about this because New Year's resolutions are at the end of Q4. And a lot of the time, that's the only time of year when people will really consider their goals. And something that's sad is we see a lot of people fall off of them. By middle of February, by March, people stop going to the gym, people stop eating healthy, there's more excuses made, you get busy with your life, you just can't keep up. That is because you are overloading yourself at the beginning of the year with all of your New Year's resolutions and you don't come up with an action plan to actually get your shit done and you just suffer from burnout because you overwork yourself to try and hit all of these bizarre goals that you just whooped up in your brain because you didn't constantly work on it throughout the whole year. So that's something I've been intentionally focusing on this year is actively reevaluating, setting new goals, eliminating ones that really don't fit me anymore. And that's okay. That's something you need to accept. Something that might have been your goal might not be your goal now. And it could have been even this year. New Year's resolutions that you set this past January might not fit your current life. They might, you might have outgrown them. You might, it might be insanely unrealistic to meet in the next three and a half months. And I'm not saying that to discourage you because I fully support 10xing your goals. If you have not read that Grant Cardone book, 10, is it 10x? 10, I don't know. Something like that. Don't quote me, please. But you should because I fully support 10xing your goals. You will achieve way more than you even think possible if you get in your mind 10x what you actually want. And you'll far surpass your original goal anyways. So that's not what I'm saying. But if it's 
something that you cannot put steps into place that will actively get you 75% of the way there, 60% of the way there, that's unrealistic for the, for the next, for Q4, to be blunt. But chase your dreams, girl. We can do it, okay? Fully support it. Anyways, reevaluate them. Write out three goals that you have for Q4. And then underneath it, write five action steps for each one. So you're going to have 15 action steps because you have three goals of how to actually get there. What does it look like? How are you going to be behaving every day to get where you want to be, to, ha- to hit your goals, to actually accomplish them? Because you can think your goals all you want. You can say you're going to do something all you want. But when you don't do that, this is going to be why. You don't have an action plan and you're going you're gonna to get burnt out. And... Start preparing for the New Year's resolutions by setting yourself up for success with these goals so you can reach for bigger, better next year. And you know me. I love a good vision board. Start start Pinteresting it. My mom calls it penoogling, like Pinterest and Googling. So penoogle your goals and get to it. Create a vision board. That is my favorite thing to do. My vision board is still my background on my phone. And I love it. So there's step one. You're going to reevaluate your goals. You're going to set three goals for Q4. And you're going to write five steps for each goal of how you're going to get there by the end of December. Checklist number two. You're going to reevaluate your daily routines. And you are going to start habit tracking. I just recently got a new habit tracker. And I'm pretty stoked about it. It's pretty badass. I love organizing shit to the point where like I have so many notes on my phone because everything is so organized and if it doesn't perfectly fit it's got to just be its own new note and I'm a little bit OCD like actually clinically a little bit OCD so I love this shit this is my favorite thing so I had an accountability tracker before but it was pretty bland And I've been wanting to revamp it. So one of my family members shared with me his habit tracker. Let me just say, it tickled my soul strings, okay? I freaking love it. This is like, it is my favorite thing ever. And that's something you need to do. You need to hold yourself accountable. If you're not capable of holding yourself accountable, find an accountability buddy. You don't even have to be focusing on the same habits, But if you're checking in with them and they're checking in with you, you're more likely to do it. I also saw another TikTok that was talking about how some people like shame on the people who post pictures or take pictures of going to the gym. That is their way of holding themselves accountable. I do it all the time. I that's like I'm checking the box off. I did it. Here's my post. I'm going to the gym. Okay. Find a way to hold yourself accountable. I use a spreadsheet. It's beautiful. Honestly, it literally warms my soul. Enough about my habit tracker. You are going to evaluate your daily routines. I know we talk about this every single week. I know. I know you're sick of hearing it. But truly, this is what changed my life. 
I was stuck in toxic, negative routines. I didn't give myself time to have my self-care. I didn't take care of myself properly. Done are the days, baby. Done are the days. We are moving to bigger, better things. And to do that, I had to evaluate my daily routines. Y'all know I'm an avid believer of getting up at 5 a.m. And you also know I'm an avid believer of not touching your phone for the first hour and the last hour, longer if possible, of your day. Because your screen exposure is going to seriously impact your sleep. And your nighttime routine for good sleep starts in the morning. I like to wake up at 5. I get a lot of shit done in the mornings because I like to get my shit done before I wake Romy up so that we can have bonding time and we can hang out, you know? So find what works for you. Some people hate waking up at 5 a.m. That is just fine. But reevaluate your routines and set something up that will position you for success. Success lies in your little habits. If you catch yourself doom scrolling, we've talked about this for sure every effing episode, get off your phone for the last hour. One, you're going to notice that you're sleeping so much better. And two, you're not going to end up doom scrolling because you're not on your phone. You don't have to pull pull up TikTok because you're simply done looking at your electronics. And your eyeballs need a rest from the blue light. You need to just decompress. The way, the energy you're getting from your electronics is inhibiting your sleep. And it tricks your brain, okay? So just listen, just practice it for this week. Next week, we'll chat about it again. I know, again, uh, a lot of the times. (laughs) And the last thing on this checklist is... Come up with a bucket list. This Q4 is the best time of the year, bro. We've already talked about football. You got football. You got basketball. You got pumpkin spice lattes. You got pumpkin patches. You've got haunted houses. You've got scary movies. You've got Hallmark movies. You've got hot chocolate. You've got peppermint. You've got eggnog. Dude, there's so much. I'm so excited. And it's been fall. It's been fall. It's been hot girl fall for like a month now. But some people think I'm crazy for that. So that's why this episode is coming out now and not a month ago. Plus, it's been hot. So I understand where y'all are coming from. But my soul has been in hot girl fall for a month. Come up with a bucket list of what you want to do. This is helpful for me because a lot of the time, especially since living alone, I get in the rut of, well, what the hell am I supposed to do? I'm lonely. I've got nothing to do. So coming up with a bucket list, actually do a little bit of research. I have fun with research, so this is something I enjoy. Go on TikTok, go on Instagram, go on Google, search up fun fall activities near you. I guarantee you'll find some cool ones. There's sunflower festivals. The Utah State Fair is here, I think, for another week. Um... All sorts of stuff. Haunted houses. Research what's close to you and just compile a list. Because then when you're bored and you're stuck in a rut and you're just spiraling, you know, been there, you have a reservoir of useful resources. You have shit you can go do because you actively took the responsibility to figure it out. And that gives you something to look forward to. Okay? 
I look forward to my pumpkin spice lattes. I look forward to the peppermint and eggnog. So I will be making a bucket list. And I'll be listing all the haunted houses and all the damn Hallmark movies. I know it's September. I don't want y'all to come for me. But we're full sending Halloween. And then truly November 1st starts Christmas. Prepare yourselves because I'm going to be unhinged. Not that unhinged. Everything will be good. Anyways... Now we're gonna talk about a daily checklist. We already talked about evaluating your routines. So these are a few things that I feel like you should add and I'll kind of explain why they're helpful. So the first one, rise early. Not only should you rise early, but you should also get your heart rate up first thing in the morning because that will boost all the hormones in your brain to wake you up and make you happy. And that's how you just start the day on a great pace. So wake up. And do something like an intense workout, even if it's for 10 minutes, because your heart rate will get up and the hormones will be released. Next, stretch. I like to stretch in the morning because then my body's warmed up, ready to go for the day. I also like to stretch at night because, right, we warmed up in the morning, then we got stressed, then our muscles were working, then we got tight a little bit. So we're going to work it out. We're going to stretch a little before bed and we're going to have a good night's sleep. So stretch. Um, also read every day. I fully support audiobooks. I personally don't enjoy them. But if you are educating yourself in any capacity, this could even be podcasts. That's a 10 out of 10. Kudos to you. You're fucking awesome. Read, listen to podcasts, ed- educate yourself. That's the next thing on your checklist. The next is drinking enough water. So the general rule of thumb, I feel like, don't come for me. If y'all know better, don't come for me. Just politely tell me I'm wrong. I'll accept it. (laughs) But I think you should be drinking half of your body weight in ounces. So if you weigh 200 pounds, you should be drinking 100 100 ounces. My bad. Please don't drink 100 pounds of water. That's insanity. 100 ounces of water. But then if you work out, you need to account for that all the sweat and if you cry a lot count for your tears add a little bit so my goal is 90 ounces of water a day it literally kills me it's so hard I used to be an avid Dr. Pepper drinker and if I drank water it was like worth celebrating but now my cute little emotional support Stanley gets filled up three times and we do the damn thing so drink enough water And you'll know when you're drinking enough water because you have to pee literally every five minutes. But do it. It's worth it. It will seriously help. Don't overdo it. I know there's a point where you can overdo how much water you're drinking. No need for that, dude. And if you think adding some for your exercise is too much, then so be it. That's fine. Just drink more water. Next, eat your damn protein. This shit is hard. I, if last year me could see me now, she would think I'm freaking crazy, bro. Never did I think I'd be in the gym every day and giving a shit about my protein intake. I sound insane. Truly. If last year Maddie heard this year Maddie, she'd be like, girl, that is not me. Anyways, we're there now. We are this Maddie now. Eat your freaking protein. The reason you're craving shit all day, the reason you want your little treats is because you're not eating enough protein. You're eating shit 
that doesn't fill you up or that's going to go through so effing fast that you're going to be hungry in 20 minutes. So general rule of thumb part two for protein intake, eat 1 to 1.25-ish grams of protein per pound of body weight. So if you weigh 100 pounds, eat 100 grams of protein a day. It's difficult. It's actually a lot harder than it freaking seems, okay? But you can do it. I believe in you. Also, side note, your body can really only absorb. I just learned this last weekend. Your body can really only absorb between 25 and 40 grams of protein in one sitting. So if you're overloading the protein, it's going to waste. The trick here is to sparse it out throughout the day. Have multiple meals based around your protein intake. Obviously, you want all the other nutrients, so don't simply eat protein. Actually, though, have y'all heard about the carnivore diet? Because I kind of want to try it. Is it enticing to eat steak every day? Absolutely. But I've heard really good things about it, and that is a lot of protein. Anyways, get your protein intake in every single day. You'll curb your cravings. You will fix your freaking appetite problems. And if you're actually eating healthy proteins, you'll start to notice it in the gains if you're going to the gym and working out because you need protein to actually build muscle. In case you didn't know that. And the next thing that you're going to add to your daily checklist is audit your skincare routine. I sound freaking nuts. Audit. Jesus, I sound like I'm literally working my corporate job right now. Anyways, audit your skincare routine, bro. Because y'all don't need a 47-step skincare routine. That's so bizarre. That's unnecessary. Audit it and swap it out for clean skincare. Your skin will thank you. Stop overdoing it. You're stripping your skin of its natural goodies. And make it even happier by making it organic and clean and happy. The last thing you're going to add to your list is stop staying up so late. There's no reason to do that. Nothing good happens after, like, 10.30. You start doom scrolling. You get lonely. You can't have those late night sad thoughts if you're just sleeping. Okay? Plus, you've got dreams to dream. So go to bed early. Try it. And then you can get up earlier. And getting up early is freaking badass. So that is our list. And I'm sorry for rambling a lot. I missed y'all, though. So I feel like it was fun. There's your list. We're going to have Hot Girl Fall. If you are anti-fall right now, turn this off and go get a pumpkin spice latte because that'll change your freaking mind. I tried Dutch Brows pumpkin spice. It's pretty gas. Starbies is like a staple. Even though they're not like ultra amazing, they've, they've got good coffee, right? Dutch Brows depends on what you order, but they're pumpkin spice. Get it with chai. This is my hot girl drink of the fall, okay? Chai. If I like to go to Starbucks, so I don't know the equivalent of Dutch Bros sizes, but the grande, chai, latte, three shots of espresso. Don't come at me for my caffeine intake. That's nothing, baby. We like energy drinks, but those make me freaking anxious where I sleep. So we go three shots of espresso. Add pumpkin spice, add sweet cream cold foam. You will be rocking. It is the hot girl fall drink. Give it a shot. Let me know what you think of it. Also, I would love to hear your feedback. I like sweet drinks, so if you don't like sweet drinks, maybe don't try it. 
but whatever teach their own anyways peace out thanks for talking to me i love y'all thank you so much for listening tune in next week for more of the by maddie marie podcast as always please drop a five-star review and all my socials and my blog are linked in the description i'll talk to you guys next week and have the best taco tuesday